Gordian commands. And we're going to start in three, two. What's up, Tritnology family? Welcome back to another episode of the Tritnology News Talk. And today, 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 we have something new and hot for y'all. So for the first time on the Tritnology News Talk, we have finally got a new co-host joining me today. So you guys already know her. I had her on my show before as one of the table discussion episodes. And she also run her own uh, talk show, late night talk show, should I say, late night with Ty. So please give a warm welcome to our new co-host of the Trinology News Talk, Ty's Malou. What's up? How you doing, Chico? What's up? What's up? Everything good in the hood. Thank you for everybody. Thank you for having me on. I'm very happy to be here. Well, you know, I love covering everything from movies to film to fashion. And you got the hookup. So, you know, I'm here for you. So before we get into this topic, so uh, have you pretty much recovered from Super Bowl weekend? Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I did. I did. It did take me a day. <laughs> um, it wasn't as popping, you know, so it wasn't, I, I guess I was drinking more because I was watching less. Uh, there wasn't much to watch, but yes, I'm going to recover. <laughs> all right. All right. But uh, yeah, we're going to get into the, uh, the Super Bowl topic in a minute. But first, let's get into our first topic for today. Um, and we're going to be doing a movie review on Judas and the Black Messiah, which have released today in the, not only in theaters and also on HBO Max as part of the same day premiere as Warner Brothers deal with uh, with the whole of 2021 of releasing their movies not only in theaters and also on HBO Max. So let's get into the review. So Judas and the Black Messiah is directed by Sh Shaka King. So I uh, don't know too much about this as a director. So, um, I'm pretty sure this is probably her first, maybe her first uh, directorial uh, feature, but uh, who knows? Um, I, I have to check her, uh, that person out and see what, what other work, uh, work that he has done before. But um, of course, Ryan Cougar has produced it, of course. So it stars the Get Out uh, Friendly Mace that re reunites um, uh, Daniel Cougar and, and um, and Lakeith Stanford, so respectively, as they play uh, Fran Hampton and Williams O'Neill. So, uh, based on uh, what the what the movie's about, so based in the late uh, 1960s in Chicago, petty criminal William O'Neill agrees to work as a informer for the FBI in order to infuriate that Panther Party and take down chairman of its Illinois chapter, cha cha Fran Hampton. So. I saw this movie uh, the, uh, earlier today. So when I think about biopic movies uh, such as this one, I think of Denzel Washington's uh, Malcolm X, uh, Will Smith's uh, Ali, you know, like the, all the Blacks um, biopics. So this movie would definitely be on my top list. Uh, it was really good. Uh, both of those guys did an amazing job in that role. And so far, um, it has so far uh, two Golden Globe nominations so far. So I hope they get to a little bit more recognition uh, for that. Even though when it comes to like um, award seasons, they only knew, uh, they only focus on last year's movies and then they'll probably get more maybe next year, but uh, but we'll see how that goes. But um, um, 
initially uh, the, the movies were, were was really great um it truly impact um everything that has happened like during the uh during the 60s or with the pat black panthers um society and everything with uh, as far as racial justice and everything especially now we in this uh situation what happened last year in 2020 we we talk about black lives matter so this is that type of movie uh, that's where you're watching and, and know your history on so but um there are some parts in the movies that um there was some correct and there are some parts they may have change it uh, along the way because they don't want to get um how i say shanked on because i uh so some of the parts may uh, infuriate people based on some of the stuff that that's happened in real life and you know, so they might have to change it um as far as the movie goes so um and i'll talk about, about my movie review so hi i want to hear about your your thoughts and opinion but um without spoiler alerts without spoiler alerts no spoiler alerts i promise you um It'll be hard. I don't think it's going to be that difficult, but it was a fantastic movie. You know, you got to start off. I just finished watching it. So I'm continuously being emotionally <laughs> impacted by the movie. Um, you see a, a Judas. It is, it is well put together. It is a Judas who brings down Fred Hampton, a 21-year-old who in Chicago had created a party to fight against the oppression. The, you know, when you think about it, this was only 50 years ago. Chico, don't you know somebody 50 years old? Uh, uh, probably my parents, uh, obviously. But you know, it wasn't that long ago that all these things were happening that their building was burned. Like their movie goes down with what you just said. It's an Ali, it's a documentary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I saw a review on, um, IMDb that said like, oh, this movie was all Stanfield and and the the other gentleman that played Hampton, and um, I so disagree because there was so many great actors, especially you know um, uh, there was about three other young men that were on there that did a hell of a good job um, portraying. Um, I'm trying to look for all the information that I put down, but portraying that there was a lot of other great actresses. And the come on, what about um, the girl from Power? Hey, they they, they all they, they all did great, but um, uh, even uh, um, uh, Deborah Johnson, who played um, Fred Havis girlfriend, and she recently played on uh, Project Power with Jamie Foxx on Netflix. Project Power, yes. And of course, you had um. Asset Sanders, who was in um, freaking what was that uh, movie? Um, Moon Knight. Mm, do it. There's a lot yeah, of Moon Knight. Remember that movie? Moon a, yeah. It was not a movie just for them too. It was a movie full of of a list of um actors. Yeah. So it uh, uh they had a uh, they had a really great cast uh, on there, but um most likely um they um. It's mostly gonna be focused on Daniel and um, Stanford because um, mostly uh, their their performance are uh, the the ones that's getting the the most uh, recognition on it, and they just bring the, the other cast members on to make it um, the movie as possible as they possibly can. But uh, and it definitely uh, delivered. Uh, they all delivered to all their parts of uh, what they had on it, especially uh, the one um, Jeremy Fowler uh, who played as uh, Mark Clark. It's also going to be in the upcoming uh, Coming to America movie. Ooh, yes. Yeah. 
Yes, there's a lot of great actors on there. And um, um, if I could continue talking, the history, the acting was stupendous. Um, I don't know if the show Atlanta will ever be back again because they are both from, <laughs> there's a lot of great actors coming from there and they seem very, very, very busy. Um, I really appreciated the flashback scenes where Stanfield's character, uh, and they had the double, they had both the, the, the real footage and that they had the footage that they created. Um, I think it was impactful as hell. This is a movie that was set post the death of MLK, the death of Malcolm X, the, impri the imprisonment of uh, Huey P. Newton, um, post Vietnam War, you know, um, they didn't only, what they think it is about, it was a coalition, they created a coalition on top of it. You know, this movie wasn't just for African-Americans, it was for everybody, because the police are oppressors, but um, I ain't gonna get into that, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is what it, it is, what it is. but um, I would definitely give this movie an A plus. I would recommend uh, watching this movie. Um, if you have HBO Max, you'll go watch it right now because it is available for 31 days. Or if you're that type of person that want to see it in theaters, it's also available in theaters. So are you going to be watching on HBO Max or are you going to be watching it here? So uh, let us know. Uh, what are your thoughts on the movie? Uh, uh, down below in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube. And then uh, give us your thoughts on it. All right. So going into our next topic, we're going to be talking about Disney right now. So... Right now, this is a, a, a off-topic one, but um, I just got the news saying that um, Disney Plus has reached 90 million subscribers. Originally, their their goal, their goal, was to reach 90 million subscribers by 2024, and they already reached that by this year. So, and there are some saying that uh, Disney Plus will top over Netflix by next year. I didn't just uh, subscribe. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't think so. Yeah, well, Netflix, yes. Um, Disney has some films coming out, but HBO might be the ish for the whole year. You know, they popping out films all year long. Yeah, and uh they recently uh uh I said this on uh, my recent episode that um more people watch um Wonder Woman 1984 HBO Master and Soul. And now, uh, which is really interesting because they didn't release the numbers until uh, until now because no one knows like um, how much uh, people they got to watch uh, on watch Wonder Woman on HBO Max. But we already got the numbers of uh, how many people watch Soul on Disney Plus during that uh, during Christmas Day. So it's very interesting. So you got a lot of new stuff coming up on Disney Plus. You got a lot of new stuff. On Netflix, which they're gonna be releasing every new movie every every week, and plus you got a lot of stuff coming on HBO Max. You got a lot of stuff coming on Amazon. So, uh, it's a lot to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they just going for your wallets, your wallets. <laughs> but um, uh, they got you glued to your seat. Yeah, but uh, back uh, back to Disney though. Um, they have recently shut down uh Blue Sky Studios which had made the Ice Age movies. So that made me kind of think it like, even though Disney bought uh, all of Fox's properties, so 
what I'm thinking is that um, if they shut down uh, Blue Sky Studios, what's going to happen to the workers? I mean, I highly doubt they're not going to put them out of work. Maybe just that, oh, well, we shut this down. Maybe you could come to Pixar or maybe the Disney Animated Studios because, I mean, Ice Age uh, was our thing, was our childhood. When, when you really? think, yeah, well, when you think about it. Um, so what are your thoughts on that, on Disney uh, shutting down um, uh, uh, Blue Sky Studios? I mean, that was Fox's, uh, their top already animated studios. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay, so yeah, I, don't, I, I understand for the budgeting, but they have so many tremendous other studios going on. Um, I think they're also trying to do so much different stuff that they have to cut out. Um, Disney was doing big last year, so um, I think that they're focusing on their streaming. So yeah, it's pretty crazy that they, uh, they were shutting down that. I mean, even though they're still going to have Disney Animated Studios, uh, they're still going to have Pixar, but I don't think uh, Disney is done because they are looking uh, to, to grab another studio and um, they are looking to buy um, MGM. So here's an article that I found out that it's regards to that, to that situation. So in regards to all uh, the Disney's properties uh, that they have, they are looking to buy uh, uh, MGM. So that includes all the James Bond franchises and everything uh, uh, that MGM has to hold. So, but the company's film and television assets was due was still valued over to five billion dollars when the news broke to a potential sale. So, uh, now bear with me, guys. So, it wasn't that long ago that at the Disney parks. Before it, the Disney uh, had Hollywood Studios, it was Disney's MGM Studios, which they had multiple attractions based on MGM's property. But MGM fight for those rights to gain the property back. But now Disney said, "Oh, we want to buy your stuff, so you can come back to the um to everything else." So you're looking at five billion uh, worth of potential. I mean, they already bought like um. 20th Century Fox uh, Library for uh, how knows a million dollars. And you're looking at uh, a couple more. And like, just to mention uh, MGM's properties, uh, like the James Bond franchises and everything. So, I mean, man, Disney's trying to be the king of Hollywood. Yes. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, he, they, Disney is like all the other big entertainment and commerce co um, communication companies, AT&T, Warner Brothers, you know, um, NBC Universal, Disney and AGM and everything else. You know, I, I, they don't, they talk about a monopoly, but it, you know, there's really three large companies that not only control our communication along with what we watch, but how we watch it. So um, I don't take it as a surprise. I mean, yeah, uh, if you think about it, like um, DZ already has Hulu, you know, but which is part of the, uh, the, the streaming, which is just connected. They already got ESPN. They already got all the Fox's stuff. And now you put MGM on there. How can you turn that down? 
I know it's gonna, it's just gonna be hard. You know, they're gonna get, like you said, they come straight for our pockets <laughs> because you're gonna be jumping around from one streaming service to another on top of it because they privatize and they movies, you know? They only put 30 minutes, um, 30 minutes on, uh, 30 days on a, on a film. So um, I don't know, what, what do you think they're gonna do with the film after 30 days? I mean, it all depends on, on the, uh, their streaming services. Some movies and other contents that go, like um, like Netflix and HBO Max, they have certain things like, oh, this is your last chance to watch this before this disappears and like uh, all that other stuff. And Disney did the same thing. You got you got the last chance to watch this before it disappears and like that, but certain content on there. So it will all in depends. But um, without further than that, let's get into some uh, more entertainment news uh, regarding the Super Bowl. Now, on Respect the Combat uh, uh, podcast, me and my, uh, Donez talk about the whole breakdown of the whole game. If you guys want to listen to that, you guys can go to the uh, to Anchor, Google Podcasts, or Spotify to watch all the everything that we talked about on Respect the Combat podcast. So now we're going to be talking about the entertainment entertainment side of things. So let's first uh, start off with the the halftime show. Of course, you know weekend was performing, so let's kind of break this down a little bit. So he performed all his uh, all his hit songs, which is um everything. Uh, uh, in the beginning, he had the church choir and it, like that kind of like the church choir in the back on there. And then um, when they meet, when he moved to uh, when he performed the song um, uh, "Feel Your Face on Me," and then like they had this thing like, oh, you have someone uh, 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 holding the camera, right? And then you have him holding the camera like this, and then while you try to perform, like the shaky steady, the steady camera. So I say this like. If you're re-watching that uh, um that performance and you have a emotional sickness and just can't like do this, do not watch it. And then um and part of part of that, um, you had all the background dancers uh, like all up smash up together, like even though they wear their masks, but social distancing, please. You know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then like um when they got to the field, and, uh, it was for it was to the stadium. When they got to the stadium, it was pretty awesome. But I will say this: the masses. It looked like they had a roll of toilet paper on their hands. I mean, no offense. Yes. Yeah. Supposedly. And, and then Hi. another point is that is that um, his mic was too low. Some of the some of the songs we we was doing said his mic was too low. And the instrumental was kind of overflowing um, when he was trying to sing. And that's the only flaws I had, but like everything else was good. So um, your thoughts on it? My thoughts um, is that, is those little details. Like the choreography was great. I think I should have lasted, I meant the, uh, the, the, the church choir. Yeah. They should have lasted longer because that was the best part. Honestly, the best part for me was um, her on the guitar with the um a pledge of allegiance or uh yeah, I, that was, it was one yeah that was during the uh the, uh, the, the opening, cer uh, opening ceremony the opening ceremony was much better i ain't gonna this uh i think that i heard that he paid 
extra money so he could put all his creative input into it. I understand that there was artistic value, but I'm supposed to look nice too and you're supposed to get it. We didn't get it. It looked like a lot of diapers and masks on heads. So I don't, I, I, <laughs> I think it was a, pan, a very, very pandemic as a uh, halftime show. The inauguration was much better. <laughs> I mean, uh, they did what they can. I'm like, uh, even though, um, if you look from a drone perspective, uh, you can see like there's like thousands of people. But when you get up close, you see like cargo boxes of people up there. <laughs> I mean, it is what it. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I'm like, even though, and also, um, WWE official was there, so they kind of scout out for um, WrestleMania this year. That's going to be um, in Tampa as well in April. So they kind of uh, to see which work and what did not work uh, by that time. And um, and speaking of that, you already know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won in their home stadium. That's the first time in history that a Super Bowl that a team has won the Super Bowl in their home turf. So you're asking, how do they celebrate? Well, normally in a Super Bowl Super Bowl parade, you know me. They have the the parade at Walt Disney World, but with the old pandemic situ situation. They couldn't do it. But even though Rock Kardashian said, I'm still going to Disney World, and he did. But as far as the parade, they did the parade in Tampa, and they did like a boat parade at a safe uh, distancing, which was, was pretty good because the Tampa has a, uh, a lot of water to build, and they're like, do the boat parade over there. So I think that was pretty substitutional from doing the parade at Walt Disney World. I think yeah oh my god so they don't they, they didn't get a, a celebration well you know they got a celebration in tampa afterwards right yeah that's why i mentioned yeah instead of uh um uh, doing the parade at disney world they just, just do like a boat parade okay well i i think that i'm very happy that tampa won that's money for florida because that's how we do things that's how, when you probably got me yeah <laughs> you know what it is you know it you know okay but um facts because all day florida is winning this year um we don't have no top covid cases we either we won <laughs> let me stop playing but i'm just glad there's money in tampa i'm glad that they were able to entertain so many frontline workers for free i i don't know who was crazy enough there are so many rules supposedly like you couldn't cheer high five or you get kicked out. I don't know where those COVID regulations are now. Miami uh, basketball has this dog that can smell COVID. So I assume that's what they're going, the direction they're going in. But I see no regulations happening. You spent too much money for God knows what, what. But anyways, I'm glad Temple won. Oh yeah, but uh, more on the entertainment side. So um, of course, uh, we have the commercials. And this, um, the uh, the trailers, but um, yes. yeah, and then respect the comment podcast. We talked about the, uh, the commercials. Me and Donna has talked about uh, what was our favorite and what was our worst favorite. And um, so, uh, my question to you: uh, Which commercial do you think was the best? Mm. Which commercial did I think was the best? Uh, of course, Matthew McConaughey as um, it was the Doritos commercial for sure. It was the most memorable. Matthew McConaughey. I'm walking around half inflated. He was talking about everything we were going through, like, you know, 
things ain't seem full. You can't go to theaters. Things ain't working out for, my, for your girl, your boy, right? you know? And, <laughs> and he was happy. I haven't had the three Ds yet. When I was growing up, bro, the three Ds used to come in a canister. Exactly, you know, and yeah, they, yeah. They were so crispy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I see them in the bag and I remember them being in the bag after they were in the canister because of me, but they wasn't tasting the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about eating some three Ds, but I haven't really seen them all around the stores like that. I gotta go get me some. And we'll, we'll review some of that, them cheesy, crispy. I like the canister, you know, so. Of course, yeah, the, some of my favorites I mentioned was the uh, the Cheetos uh, commercial uh, with Shaggy. Um, the Bud oh, Light yeah. Legends one. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I know that there was plenty more. There was Chipotle one. I'm surprised she was Chipotle had a spot in there. And um, that, that was crazy. So, um, but um, enough with the commercial. Let's talk about the um, movies and TV trailers. So. We had another um, trailer for um, for Fast and the Furious Nine. They did that uh, last year, and we had it again this year. And um, and for for this one in this trailer, um, they kind of show a little bit more, and um, they kind of give us a little detail saying that um, that Brian might come back. Um, we don't know the details yet. It kind of be a little spoiler right there if you if you saw the trailer right there. So. Um, I think uh, um, Paul Walker's uh, brother Cody. I have a little cameo as Brian in there, so um, was that the way you see how, how the, the movie will turn out, and if they're gonna keep their May release date? And um, another trailer we saw um, was Universal's picture uh, upcoming movie on uh, Nobody. So like this guy, first of all, Nobody is like the low budget version of John Wick. If you seen that no. trailer. Yeah. Yeah, if you see that trailer. So he gets hunted by a bunch of assassins and he started killing them out of, out of nowhere. Um this movie was really supposed to come out on yeah this month, but it got to move to uh to, to April, which is fine. No worries. But um, <laughs> I, I, still, I, 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 I still wanna watch that movie because the trailer was interesting. So we had a, uh, a Super Bowl trailer for that one. Um, we had another trailer for um, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is going to be coming out in March, not only in theaters, but also on Disney Plus with premium access. Of course, that thing's going to be, uh, if you're going to watch that on Disney Plus or premium access, you got to pay $30 for it. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they did, the, they did the same thing with Mulan. I mean, come on. $30? Are you kidding me? Stop playing with me. Okay, they need to pull an HBO Max. No, do like what they did with Soul. Just uh, release it with with those extra costs. And it worked out perfectly. Uh, But but anyway, I know that shenanigans, but um, and um, we saw um, our first trailer for um, for Old. This is from um, M. Night Shyamalan. So based on that trailer, it said like everybody's going on on a, on a vacation on an island. So um, in that island, some suspicions that happened and everyone is starting turning old and all that other stuff. So like, this is kind of interesting uh, uh, to watch. So uh, if you ever check out that trailer, uh, to, uh, you should check out that one. 
But um, this next one, I think this one got everyone's attention. And that will be the Falcon into Winter Soldier series that's going to come on on Disney+. Plus. So, guys, if you haven't watched WandaVision yet, start watching it now. Because uh, once the, the, final, uh, the final episode release, and then at, in the next week, Falcon in the, in the Winter Soldier will premiere after that week. So, yeah. I'm talking to you, Ty. Okay, I like that. Get on your game. Get on your game. I, I will, I will. You always say I'm slacking, but I'm not, I'm watching the movies as they come out, baby. <laughs> yeah, and then the next one, this one, they highly promote this one, especially the Super Bowl is being broadcast on CBS, and which is Paramount Plus. So in case you guys don't know, Paramount Plus is kind of how I say this. Viacom's version of HBO Max. So what that means is that um, originally we have the CBS All Access. By the time we get to uh, March 7th, that's going to be rebranded to Paramount Plus. And what that means is that not only you're getting content from CBS, you're going to get all of Paramount's movies, everything from Comedy Central, everything from Nickelodeon, everything from MTV, everything from BT, even okay. though BT has BT Plus. I'm wondering uh, if you get Paramount Plus, um, can you easily subscribe to um, a BT Plus with, uh, with no cost? So that's another question to um, as we get close to, um, to March 7th. So they're gonna do a press conference on Paramount Plus on February 24th. So we'll get into more. They'll give us more details on that. But um, yeah, so I think everyone gonna be binging on Paramount Plus, especially those who are Nickelodeon fans with the rug match, you know, Kenny and Kale, you know, was back in the day, or you like one of the BT um, people that be watching Jamie Foxx, The Martin and everything else, you know what I'm saying? MGB, yeah. Hit My Ride. And all that type of the, oh. the shows that we watched back in the day. Why did they cancel that show? They need to pin my ride so bad. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, we saw um, a Super Bowl uh, trailer for uh, Coming to America 2 as well. No. So uh, basically, if you, if you guys have seen the, uh, the second trailer to uh, Coming to America, so basically, so I feel like the, the whole movie it's going to be in um, Zumunda. So, Acacia, um, in the first movie, we didn't get to really see um, the whole everything, kind of explore the whole world of Zumunda. Acacia, uh, of course, it was about um, going from Zumunda to New York. But now, they're bringing New York to Zumunda and everything else. So, Okay. Yeah. I know that's what I think, that everything's going to start off. I don't know where this man had time to have sex with this lady um, <laughs> and have another child. But is, man, it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be good. And I like that they didn't try to so hard to keep it like exactly like the other film. You know what I'm saying? The other film was so cinematic, dynamic, like, oh, and grandiose and flamboyant. Where this, but it had a great comedy. So this will be, this will hopefully not be a scam because most sequels are a scam 
Of course. Yeah, you know, the, the first one will all be a classic. No one can ever beat that. But the, the early reviews I'm getting so far, if the, it was... um. Uh, uh, it was it's uh, it was really good. Some people have uh, really liked it. So that's all I'm gonna uh, say so far. That's the early reviews. So we just still gonna have to wait till March seventh when it comes out on on Prime Video to to give us our full review on that movie. But um, right. yeah. But other than that, let's get into our our next topic. Um, and then the next one's going to be on, uh, Miami-Dade County Youth Fair. That's all for people who are living in Miami right now. So originally Miami-Dade County Youth Fair normally be in the summer, but they have rescheduled it to November. So in case of, um, normally you see like, uh, um, carnivals only in Dade County, but also Brown County as well. So, um, and when I went to the Dizzy parts, um, for, the, for Thanksgiving in November, uh, last year in November. So they did the social distancing thing. They had sent it to the hand sanitizer station and everyone else. So it made everyone um, wear their mask at all times. And if you are eating or drinking, you can take it off. But if not, you got to keep them on. So we got to see if they're going to follow the same pr procedures as it, as it is to try to um, keep everyone at distance and um, we got to see how many people are going to be allowed in the Day County Youth Fair. Are they going to limit it? Uh, how many people are going to be on there? Are they going to be limiting um, attractions? We don't know. And um, as far as it moving into November, uh, we don't know when the virus is going to end. Of course, we have leaked news about a new bird, actually two verdicts coming. So. I think we're still going to be stuck with this until 2022, but hey. But what about Santa's Enchanted Forest? That starts around the same time. You're going to have Santa's Enchanted. You're going to have the... The Day County Youth Fair is what it is. It was like at the beginning of springtime, though it's hot in Florida all the damn time. You know, you knew it was springtime because of the Day County Youth Fair, man. And you knew you was going to get free tickets somewhere in school, the little wheel coming around. Um, if they postpone it to November, I don't even know because they don't make no sense. That's when the San Antonio forces. So I, um, what you gonna do? Lights and stuff. It's November, Thanksgiving. That don't even make no sense. Just cancel it. You know, shit. The convention don't need no more money. So I don't know how you gonna have all them animals out there. I don't know. I'm used to the cold, so I'm thinking George is gonna be cold. Of course, it's not gonna be cold in November. It's Florida, but man, it's still the season, man. You gotta have Florida can't be all ass backwards all the <laughs> And that's my word. <laughs> I mean Santa's forces at the same time. No, I disagree. Cancel it. I mean, uh, I mean, it's up to the uh to the county decision, the um everyone else the a decision to see like what would be the safety guidelines of uh, going into the uh to the carnivals going into the to the day county youth fair no, no matter wherever you fair you're at no matter eight of hours so it's up to uh, their decision uh what will be the guidelines that are going into there but um um moving forward we have some movies and updated news for y'all um the first one 
We're going to talk about this is uh, highly going to be a highly anticipated movie on y'all list. So that's going to be Michael B. Jordan's new upcoming movie based on Jack Ryan's um, Tom Clancy. If you guys have not seen the um, the series on uh, Amazon Prime, and this is going to be a new movie without remorse, and that's going to be premiering on Amazon Prime Video on April 30th. Now, originally, this was supposed to come out last year, but it got delayed. Um, actually, Paramount, the same thing that um, uh, Coming to America did, Paramount sold it to Amazon. So, and then Amazon delayed it and gave out a new release date. So that way we can watch that, that movie and the cover of our home. So Paramount has a real good relationship with Amazon. So that's pretty good. So um, uh, the premise of that movie tells the origin story on John Kelly, AKA John Clark, which is uh, Michael B. Jordan, a US Navy SEAL who's undercover as an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife by Russian soldiers. While Kelly joined forces with his fellow SEAL, Karen Grin, and shadow CA agent Robert Ritter, the mission unrightly exposed at a cover plot that threatens to the end of the U.S. and Russia, U.S. and Russia in an all-out war. So we haven't seen a full trailer yet. They gave us like a little teaser of Michael B. Jordan's character and all that stuff. So we got until two months. That's April April 30th is just around the corner. So they're gonna have to to release the trailer at some point and give us a uh, a clear view of what this movie is gonna be. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that movie is definitely on my anticipated list. So um, um, if it, once the trailer comes out, will okay. you be uh, excited to see it? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I I, I I'm not for Tom Clancy stuff. I love Michael B. Jordan. Um, Tom Clancy stuff tends to be a little dark and stuff. Uh, I don't look for I. I I, I don't know. I like to see Michael B. Jordan continue to do dramatic roles. I don't think that he could continue staying in the in, in the action roles because he's going to be stuck to the action actor. And I, I would like to see him play those major, you know, roles like they are playing in Judas and the Black Messiah. So I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm okay. You know, the Tom Clancy kind of like a real manly ass thing. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Michael B. Jordan does have Creed three coming up, and not only he's going to be starring in it, but it's going to be his first uh, time in the director seat. So that's going to be a, a huge task for him. And there's also a rumor that he might come back for Pat Panther two as Killmonger, and um, as part of the uh, the uh, the multi as part of the multiverse that's going to happen after One Division and Doctor Strange two. So, right. yeah. So he got a lot of stuff. Happy like, Lunar New Year. Yep. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And um, that's not that's not the only news we have for y'all. So okay. Who remembers the best man? I do. I watched that. The best man. The woods. Uh, what else? The best man. The woods was always like. Uh, loving basketball, um, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we already had the best man that came out in 19, 1999, 
and then they, they released a holiday version, the Best Man Holiday. It came out um 2013, something like that. I think around that time. But um now they have announced that a Best Man Limited series with all the original cast coming back, that is what will be premiering on Peacock. That's the Universal uh, Streaming Service um, from Michael D.E. and Daniel uh, and Dana uh, Leonard North. So I'm excited, but at the same time, I wanted this to be a movie. But um, um, even though it's going to be a limited series, I, um, I have Peacock. Uh, I would still be interested to see that, but I would rather have this uh, um, be a movie. So in case... Um, you guys didn't see the end of the Best Man Holiday. So, Terrence Howard's character is getting married. So, we all know this is going to be coming full circle when they have the limited series. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, what are your thoughts on that? Would you rather as uh, have this to be a, um, a regular feature movie or are you okay with being a limited series? Limited series. It was already a feature movie, so I think that seeing it in little parts would be very cute and daring. And I think you know, shit. We all doing all types of remakes. We might as well do Love and Basketball uh, TV series. We could do uh, what Love and Basketball. What else? The ones, the Woods TV series. Like, imagine all those movies and TV series. It'd be a mini, you know. A little book, and 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 it'll go into these people's lives, and I I like that idea. You don't like that idea? I mean, um, Isha the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, or the Wayne's Brothers the movie. What? Ah, that should be bomb. That should be fire. Yeah. Wrestling peeps, pops, boy. That should be fire. <laughs> yeah. If they do like a limited series on the woods, that um, there I would have them kind of um. Go like, uh, you know how they show flashbacks out there when it, it was in school, go all the way up to high school, on that. They just show us like um, a little bit more, uh, or like uh, well, right before the the uh, the marriage um, present day, uh, before they got married on a, on on the present day. Show us that part. Um, some of the show us the stuff that we haven't seen yet, and then give us a limited series on that. Okay, I figured there was you. And then, last but not least, um, one of the movies that was kind of like top 10 for highest box office, um, of course, you know I'm talking about the uh, the greatest, so far the greatest video game movie so far, Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's, yes. getting, yep, it's getting a sequel, and it will come out on April 8th. 2022 of course nice yeah of course you know jim carrey is coming back as well and the actor who voices sonny is coming back as well and and mostly all the original cast that, that was in the first one i think oh. come back as well but in addition we also going to get tails in case y'all didn't see tails at the end credit scene of the first one yeah he's going to be in there and also knucklehead is going to be in, in there um, as well so i'm really excited for that one Okay, yeah, I'm excited for it too. I played the video game. I feel like I want to get the Sega, the Sega Genesis all over again. Um, but I'm gonna get the little PS4 because PS5 ain't never gonna hit this household. Too expensive. 
But I really I give it about two months. Um, uh, no, actually two years. I'm That's what I'm years. saying. I might as well keep exactly. I hold on to a little PS4 right now. I wait about 2000, 2023. I gave me a PS5. But right now, why? That's just unnecessary. I need a bootleg one. I'm gonna get yours, Trico, after you buy the original, okay? <laughs> I don't need no bootleg one. I, I'm <laughs> no, you buy the one full retail and then you sell it to me bootleg. Nah, I'll just um keep the PS4 for right now. I'm good. I'm good. I I'll wait. Yeah, it's gonna be worth it. Trust me, it's gonna be worth the wait. Okay, for sure. And then our uh, last topic for today um, is going to be on the Discovery Plus. So if you guys are the type of people that um, I watch Animal Planet, which I do, I love that. And also the uh, uh, the bots, you know how they uh, they had the, uh, they had the, um, the roast and had the bots that be fighting all that stuff. And also uh, cooking shows, if you guys are interested in uh, watching those. So you have that as well. So I did the free trial. And there were some uh, uh, shows that are, that were really interesting, especially the um, the biopics that uh, that be talking about the, uh, the the crime shows. Those are the ones that are interesting. Um, some of the cookie shows were interesting, and of course the um, all the shows from uh, Discovery and, um, and, um, and Animal Planet. So it was kind of interesting, and also our True TV, all the uh, the crime. Um, series and all that uh, all the good stuff it was very interesting and um and the price for it it was like 7.99 which is not bad at all right it's not a bad price at all not like the ps5 <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of extra uh, stream rewards are going on we, we already had this company plus um coming into the game we have uh paramount plus about to come in on march 7th so it's a lot to uh, uh to, to, to drop in, drop in. What is this? So okay, you gotta be a big, big, big discovery head. You know what I'm saying? They risking a lot because I just don't see myself getting the Discovery Plus channel, our streaming service. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you're a type of person that likes to watch like uh, animals or like your stuff, you can easily go to um. The National, Ge Ge National Geographic section on Disney Plus, which is easy to go through. Oh, oh, you see exactly. Yeah. You might as well do that because you either got you got to be Carol Baskin <laughs> to love that animals that much to be watching that much Discovery Plus. But you know, she killed her husband. Whacked him. <laughs> I mean. It is what it is, y'all. But um, let us know in uh, in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, let us know your thoughts on on all of the topics that, that we discuss. And um, and don't forget to uh, uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, don't forget to uh, like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell when new episodes are uploaded. And last but not least, before we head out, uh, Ty. Thank you so much for being our new co-host on the show. We expect you to have you on board for all the news stuff that, that we uh, cover and every breaking news stuff that we're going to have for more for you guys. So we're going to be very interesting. 
You're not. All right, all right. So uh, she's Ty and I'm Trico and we're signing off. You already know the two fingers. <laughs> she did the Katie Omega button. So like, good night. And uh, but uh, you already know the two fingers. Peace and we're out. <laughs>